What's up, people? It is Dave. Me. It is Mel. It's not there. Yes. It's I'm professional. For another album review. <laughs> for this review, Duncan, Kyle, and I have been checking out the new album from UK melancholic rockers Crippled Black Phoenix. The album, the band's new album, Banefire, will be released on September 9th via Season of Mist. So, this is album number 12 from <laughs> Crippled Black Phoenix. <laughs> That's um, Since its creation, 2004, by multi-instrumentalist and 2004 and 12 albums? <laughs> yes. Multi-instrumentalist, songwriter Justin Greaves, Crippled Black Phoenix has served as the voice for the voiceless. Whether it be animals, the unequal and the different. Greaves and long-standing vocalist and lyricist Belinda Cordick have often preferred that these things, these beings cannot fend for themselves. Henceforth, Cripple Black Phoenix's mission has been to shed light on the human condition and inequalities that befall humankind and its creatures. Their battle marches on with their latest studio album, Banefire. Um, Banefire's central theme is the persecution of people who are deemed different by society. The album title is a play on the song Bonfire that Cordick named and wrote lyrics for. In classic Cripple Black Phoenix fashion, Greaves turned it into the ye olde English translation to represent the bonfires that engulfed witches and politicians through the 15th and 18th centuries, hence the name Banefire. I'm pronouncing sad that right. Sad for the witches. Banefire. Yeah, Banefire. Yeah. Yeah. Sad for the, the witches that burned, not for the politicians. <laughs> with uh, <laughs> Throwing a few more of them on the barbie, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, this album was tracked at Chapel Studios in Lincolnshire, with vocals cut at Monolith Studio in Capsulin Studio in Stockholm, Sweden. Mixed by Kurt Ballou. Of course, of course. Let's, let's in just God like... City Studios. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Um, a pivotal move in determining the album's overall sound. I love the album so much because it was a different approach with the production, says Greaves. For my part, it was a little bit of reaction. I didn't want to do the same warm, safe, crippled Black Phoenix album. Um, so um, this is kind of this is kind of the the Don Walker scenario again, um, where Justin oh, Greaves right. is obviously the main songwriter. Um, yeah, yeah. But he has this kind of like cast of you know revolving musicians and friends that you know sometimes change on each album. Um, which is kind of cool I I dig that because I think you're kind of guaranteed that each album will kind of sound different in a way personality Um, I think if your core if if your core is the same it's the flourishes that sound different yeah exactly Um, and and Justin said this himself you know they they don't like to do the same album twice Um, and this you know this certainly might be their most kind of ambitious album so far um, okay, so um, let's uh, conversation let's, in Dave's car. Let's um, get... waiting for waiting for a band to come on, and Dave's like, "We're going to breeze through all these reviews for the next recording." And I'm like, "Yeah, totally." Except for that crippled Black Phoenix one, and Dave's like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "Well, the album is about an hour and forty long," and he was like, "Oh, fuck. yeah, this this album is longer than Tommy Lee's penis, gents." This is. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Um, Somehow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, like so that was like a peek behind the curtain, and 
like I, our maths we're trying to work out where the length came in yeah yeah very much like those looking at the picture of Tommy Lee's penis <laughs> um, how does it I'm assuming he's, he's ashore um, but the, <laughs> like an elephant's trunk just hanging down constantly um, but like we were, we're trying to work out and then we, like my favourite abiding thing in the band might get a kick out of this is us sitting in the car using what I can only dub as woolly math trying to work out between all the song lengths how yeah. the album is an hour and 40 minutes yeah. long yeah. Uh, and I was like I can't right. find it like the songs here that are like under three minutes surely they must all be at least like 10 minutes in length for the math to work but no yeah. no no that's not yeah. how math works Dave <laughs> no it's not um, yeah this is it's almost like we're almost into like double album territory with this one I mean it's like yeah Seriously, like an hour. There are and, double albums shorter than this, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah. but an hour and thirty-seven minutes, yeah. um, roughly, on this one. Um, yeah, and I think, like for me, after after listen one, I was like, I I I don't know how much I'm going to go back to this. You know what I mean? Just just down to the length on its own. Yeah. Um, but you know, but. I I put my big pants, big boy pants on. Um, and I went in for seconds. Um, yeah, yeah. Hey, think... before, like, what was that that here? You know, was your big boy pants? Um, sometimes. Um, I think, like, if, if there's one thing, one thing to take away from this review is this: as 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 long as this album is, the album is worth the extra listens. Also, I don't think anything we see on here is going to do justice to the musicianship on this album. No, it's not. No, it's not. Right. Um, First out, first listen, I was like, don't know. Every time I listen to this, the album just gets better and better. It's a it's a big one to digest, granted. And and that you know that first listen, you know, knowing that it's that length, it takes a kind of certain frame of mind just to go for it. But I guarantee you, once you once you start to get into this, once you hit that listen three, listen four, for me something just clicked, and I was like, oh wait a minute, I. I get this. I actually, this this is actually starting to make sense. Um, musically, like this is like a big mix of styles. Okay, they they all they all kind of lurk around uh, that kind of like melancholic type vibe. Um, whether it's you know prog or post rock or post punk or a bit even a bit of folk as well. It's quite a diverse album, um, and that kind of gloomy, atmospheric kind of coating they have to these styles it, it makes this album very immersive. Um, mm. And it's, it's, it's beautifully structured in a way that really allows you to kind of feel like part of the kind of voyage with the band. And I think I think it's actually over the repeated listens is where this album will start. It starts to kind of unveil itself. Um, you can start to hear the uh, kind of little kind of little yeah. kind of tears in the in the darkness of the album. You know, yeah. it starts to let through these kind of moments of light and, and the, the, just the fantastic songwriting this album has. And the songwriting is so good. Like each each track has something different to offer. You know, some of them are really kind of haunting and gothic, like um, "Witches and Bastards," which um, kind of delves into the Salem witch trials, mm-hmm. um, or "Ghostland," which is you know it's quite repetitive, but it's, it just kind of hypnotizes you. And before you know it, you're like you're chanting along and you're stamping your boot. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, what's going on here? Like I'm totally into this. <laughs> your um, wife must love you working from home. <laughs> <laughs> he's in there he's in there communicating with satan again (laughs) (laughs) the dog's not happy (laughs) um then you've got like the reckoning which has a a more driven kind of folky post-punk approach it's a really cool use of like strings as well 
Um, Rose of Jericho, though, just utterly oh. stunning track. Over 13 and a half minutes, but it, it kind of starts as a, like a, I don't know if you, if you remember the band Shells, um, yep. very kind of Shells-esque, like post-rock kind of slow burn. And it kind of builds into something that's, it's got a lot of 80s characteristics in this track, especially in the guitar work and the vocal style. Reminded a bit of um, um, Invasion, which is the, you know, Invasion, which is the the band fronted by um, Dennis Lixon of uh, Refused. Um, Really great track. Um, And then you've also got like, almost like a kind of like 70s style, like retro synths on like Blackout 77. Um, which is about the New York City blackout in 1977. It's got almost kind of like a almost like a movie score kind of feel to it as well at times. But I feel like whatever they kind of turn their hand to, it feels really authentic and really well crafted. Nothing feels like like slapdash. Like just like we'll just throw this in and see see what happens. Like each each track has got a feeling of depth to it. And, you know, there's there's tracks that have got real feeling to them. Um, and obviously, there's there's multiple members in this band. Um, and one of the features of the album is the, the kind of mul- multiple vocal styles, um, and I, I love that. I love the kind of s- the switch of tone and contrast. You know, the, the male and female vocals. I think it helps give a lot of these tracks um, the distinction between them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, like, as you start to go through the album, it, yeah, it's a long album. If you feel like you're like just starting to kind of fade towards the end of the album, <laughs> in comes the the closing track, um, "No Regret," which is. It kind of just jokes you back to life, to be honest. Like it's 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 one one of the tracks that sounds pretty different to the rest. Um, it's far more aggressive. Um, it's got a more like almost a kind of like blackened kind of hardcore punk kind of tone. Vocals are abrasive. Um, delivery is really punchy and direct. It's not delicate or reserved like some of the other tracks on the release. Um, so it kind of goes out with a bang, um, and I really like that. Even though, even though the track previous to that. Um, sound like it could have closed the album. Um, the scene is a false prophet. The track's called, and it's like a fifteen-minute opus. You know, it's very spacey sounding and textured, and it builds into this big crescendo. Um, and it sounds like that could have been the end of the album, but no regrets. Kind of wades in right at the end and just gives you it raw as fuck for the last the last track in the album. And when I was listening to that, I was like, this is kind of funny because this this last track is an absolute. Kurt Ballou style track like this is this is the type of track you'd expect on an album that's been produced by him like it's very yeah. like textured and dark and raw sounding like I was like this sounds like Kurt Ballou over the back um I I thoroughly enjoyed this album um and every time I, I listened to it I liked it more and more um it's in, a little bit intimidating at first you know when you look at that hour 40 you're like but after multiple listens um, although you obviously need to put a bit of time aside to listen to the full thing um, it wasn't as much of an issue as I first thought the first listen I was like I don't know how many times I'm going to listen to this but every time I heard it I was like I kind of want to listen to that again I, I mean I didn't listen to it like on loop or anything like that that would just be fucking crazy but I did feel like I'd listen to that a few other albums and I'd want to go back to it again later um, and I just found myself enjoying it even more on every spin you know it's dynamic it's varied it's got a ton of character and it's executed very very well um it's yeah it's a mammoth but I, this is really well done i really enjoyed this album from cripple black phoenix um what about you guys uh kyle what do you think i don't know man on paper this should work for me like all the way through i loved the production yeah. I loved the musicianship. I loved the songwriting, but I don't know. On repeat listens, it just didn't click for me. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, 
I enjoyed the separate parts and the elements, but mm -hmm. I, I feel like for me, I mean, it's not, it's, it's, it's a wonderful piece of art, but it felt a bit disjointed going through all the sort of different styles of each song. And it, they turned their hands to mm. so many different things for me that it, I know it all sort of revolved around the melancholic sort of rock thing, but some of it felt very disjointed and, uh, I don't know why. I don't know if mm. I zoned out and came back in like a, a random time. Like this wasn't what I was listening to a minute ago. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if it was the very long songs very early on in the album. The third song is f almost six minutes long and then it's another six minutes song and then it's 13 minutes. And it's like, I think it was just too much of a trek for me to get through. I, I do remember mm. the first listen, I had to stop and like come back to it and listen to the other half of the album later because it was just a lot of music to get through. Yeah, I don't think that was for me, but I mean, Talking to the musicianship and the songwriting, yeah, it's absolutely top notch. And maybe I just need to give it more time than I have to give it right now to mm. really like understand it and get it. Because at the moment, I feel like I don't quite get it. Right. It, it just feels like a long, drawn out album with clearly has something to say, but I'm just not getting it. I'm not understanding it, and I'm not enjoying it because of that. Mm. I feel like I feel like I was put off by the intro as well. Every time I listen to it, it's a, almost three minutes, mm. and it's just somebody wailing into a microphone honestly it, it, there's some like distortion and clipping on the voice which sounds like it wasn't recorded very well uh, at least to my ears it may well just be on purpose but it just put me off straight away every time I've listened to it and I think that kind of may have soured it for me a little bit hmm. which is a shame because there's a lot to love here I really do love the production it's very natural very clear and very uh, it's very punchy and very good for everything it does especially that last track I will admit to loving that last track. <laughs> Comes in right at the end and just fucking what? Yeah. Didn't expect that, which is great. And in a weird way, I love the artwork too. It's very off the wall. Mm. You would not expect that kind of artwork from a band like this. But I mean, I feel like I just need to give it more time and as much time as I've been able to give it in the past week or so. I don't feel like it's been enough for me. So I think the what you've been saying, the rewards are in the re-listens, mm -hmm. but it might be more difficult for some people than others to really get yeah. the rewards out of this album that it clearly has to offer it's just going to take me a while to get there mm. so uh, yeah like it but need to give it more time okay uh, Duncan as uh, one great band said you had a little time and you had a little fun <laughs> didn't ya didn't ya <laughs> yes I did um, I I I'm gonna like disagree almost fundamentally with everything Kyle's just said, um, <laughs> except the bits that he, he really liked. Uh, I'm gonna double down on those, but I'm gonna uh, expand on the stuff that. So the thing is, and we have to. Is that it's not even the elephant in the room. I think all three of us have addressed it. The length of the album. It's not just an imposing like, like you will happily sit down and watch a movie like the average movie length now is an hour and forty five minutes. Mm. So. It's not as if people don't have the time to commit to something, but I think it's the concentration and not effort, but the concentration you have to put in to fully get everything out on the first couple of listens mm. until you've acclimated to the sound of Cripple Black Phoenix is the hurdle. Yeah. Now, once you get past that hurdle, you're fine. Like, you're mm. fine. I think a minimum two listens is required here. I have done four listens now and even on my fourth listen I was still picking out elements and I was like that's just really smart and that's I kept coming back to this as an album that sounds as, as organically grounded it's a very 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 smart album mm. like musically speaking the, it, is, it is peppered with nuance 
all the way right through. Just small attentions to detail. And the longer songs specifically where it is so easy to overlook slight change of a note, different placement of a chord that just adds character and elements that, Mm. you know, just makes the album like almost like if you're a musician, you're like, you're, it's a different level of reward. But as a casual listener who doesn't know anything about music, you will feel yourself like, oh, right. Like, I don't know why I feel that way when I'm listening to this bit. And it's because of the nuance they add. Um, we spoke about this once again a couple of nights ago uh, when me and Dave were off feeling each other up in a car um, <laughs> as as we will want usually listening to an album we're about to review just to see if it's a good makeout album um, <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of them are uh, but you know, like, no like we, we spoke about this and like, I think I'd said to you at a time I was like it's a really long album and you similar conversation and what I, my exact words were but listening to the songs, I don't know anything I would cut out. And that's the difference here to other long-form albums I think we've listened to this year. Mm. Is there's a part where I listen to an, a, a song or you know an album which is longer in length, maybe about the hour mark, and I'm listening to them like, why is this track... What have we actually achieved by making this song this length? Mm. And I, I can't always come back and say, interest... You know, like it's for the it's for the song's benefit. It's usually the musician's benefit. It's the other way around with Cripple Black Phoenix. I feel that the song lens actually are the full summation of an idea which is passed out throughout. And I think that's a testament to the musicianship here, but also like just really like clever musicianship and production. I like I think uh, like if you're a Kurt Ballou, for example, you've worked with everyone, right? And you've you've done all the sims. You are like the omni-sind. But at the same time, the idea of having to sit down and do a 13-track fucking one-hour, 40-minute album, on some level, you must be like, right, here we go. Um, are they paying by the hour? Or they are. <laughs> uh, but there is, you know, there's a bit of that where I feel, but then I also feel if you're a producer, this is the sort of album you want to work on. Mm. Like there's so many elements and so much to do and so much to to just find the balance. And this that is the word that was predominantly at the forefront of how I listened to this album is balance. Mm. It has an incredible fine balance. I mean, we're talking razor thin on everything it executes. Mm. At no point does it do one element too much or overstates welcome in the song creation. There's not one instrument too far. There's not one instrument too less. It's like the sound is full all the way through it without ever really repeating the same thing from track to track. Yeah. But not sounding so disparate like... um, our, our boys in Diablo Swing Orchestra, which we reviewed uh, not that long ago, where we were like that. They throw everything in the kitchen sink at it, and it yeah. sounds totally disjointed. It sounds like every song could be in a different release. Mm. In the case of this one, you're getting a similar thing. They are, yep. They're encompassing like styles from the 70s. There's a bit of 60s in there. There's definitely 80s. There's some 90s in there. Uh, they're doing a contemporary sound as well, but... At no point does it ever really feel like, oh, right, whoa, it's like a, a tonal shift in the wrong direction. Mm. It all works. The folky elements they bring into it are just mm. mind-blowing. Like, absolutely. As someone who is fully now embraced that side, um, 
of, of metal that seems to be coming out. There's just a lot of bands just now delving into. Um, Heelong is a, a band that we most, I know you're not keen on them, Dave, but there's a band who 100% take the folk aesthetic of traditional styles of music and incorporate it into their sound and are unashamed to do it unapologetically and they don't change it to fit the music they change the music to fit that and that's kind of what cripple black phoenix do they take these elements from different eras of music and they bring it in and then they fit their sound to match that as opposed to adding an element which sounds like a quirk Mm. the other way around you are like infinitely rewarded on this album it's like it's almost like a highlight reel of just like amazing like songwriting sections Mm -hmm. but those sections are surrounded by great songs so it's not like well the chorus is really great here it's just a shame the rest of the song is a bit average you Mm -hmm. know you're getting it's just like and on those repeat listens I felt myself just as as, it's a vibe it's a flow it's an ambience it's an attitude it's an atmosphere and it all is encompassing you mentioned the the, the kind of the vocal situation between mm. female vocals which have a very distinct very kind of European Scandinavian feel mm-hmm. and a kind of traditional almost kind of like a kind of folksy sort of style vocal as well on, on the male vocals and the the switching of those perfectly done because that's what keeps you hooked. Because just as you're like to the point where you're like, right, I've just had 12 minutes of that. Um, <laughs> what would like the next song kicks in? It kind of reinvents the style, mm-hmm. um, changes the vocalist, yep. instruments kind of change. So you're in with, but the sound and the vibe and the feel is still of the album, it's still mm-hmm. of the band. Yeah. So it kind of it reminded me of it when you go and see like a, like a really good. This this is something I don't do often, so forgive me but if you go and see a really good play and everything's structured and acts but you get a feel as you go through that that is well you're gonna have different cast members on the stage you're gonna be acting a particular way but the production itself is one entity mm-hmm. and that's kind of what Banefire is is this like this very ostentatious production of something which is wrought with incredibly talented musicians really intricate and really clever songwriting phenomenal production I mean the production on this is uh, yep. like about as close to Chef's Kiss as it gets <laughs> and very much like 40 Watt Sun which we've mentioned God knows how many times now <laughs> this year is an album where you listen to it and you just are absorbed it just becomes like it just becomes the world that you're in when you're listening to it Banefire is that sort of release mm-hmm. like it, it just like when I listened to it I just found myself kind of forgetting everything else that I was doing it's not an album that I think you can fling on in the background while you're like, I don't know, doing the washing up or anything like that. It's, it's an album where you need a bit of quiet time, a bit of downtime, good set of headphones on, mm-hmm. and you just sit back and drink in the album and let it absorb you. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, the, the, big, the biggest concern I have for me is not the album, it's how this is going to work live. I genuinely oh, don't know, and we're going to see them I'd live. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Um, and I, 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 I can't wait because I, I, I'm, I'm almost baffled how you do something like this mm. live. Um, because to me, I think the way it works is with all the musicians on stage. I don't think I'd like this band with the backing track. 
You know, mm. like a, like no. a four piece. Well, that's I want to hear it. I want to see this. I want to see it on stage. It's the play thing. I want to see this on stage. Mm. Great auditorium, full bands, like all seven or eight of them or whatever it is, on stage and just let it consume me. Um, it is a really fucking good album. This yeah. is a really, 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 really good album by a band who. Well, there you go. 12, 12 albums in, and I know I've listened to the previous one, mm. which I thought was maybe their second album. <laughs> so I've got some homework to do, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the the just keep doing this. Just like I'm not saying identically the same format and length mm. and all the rest, but the, whatever road you're on just now, you are you are imperative to the musical scene. Bands that pay reverence to the styles and sounds of the past while making them important now with messages that are are, are vital now um yeah i, I kind of thought this was if i'm honest i yeah uh, i kind of thought this was fucking amazing so mm. yeah there we are nice. being fire which i think is the i think is is that a th- like anyone play Skyrim in here? I'm sure Banefire is like a weapon. It's like a sword or something. I may have made that up. It sounds like it. I commit you to death by Banefire. <laughs> Fucking. It's not sh- no bonfire. Is that no words? It means. But yeah, it does mean bonfire. But when you're playing Skyrim, the yield English oh, to right, make okay. it sound like it's, it's real. Right. You've never played Sky. You need to get yourself. No, you will never play. You take Skyrim. <laughs> it's like literally. It's like. It's like. It's like. It's like a, a, a 450 hour game of Lord of the Rings. Look at the face, man. Look at the face. <laughs> You'd fucking hate it. Oh, uh, yeah, that. this is, well, yeah, like I say, it's it's the tits. I, I, yep. like, um, I, on, it's one of those things where to be fly in the wall of some of the writing sessions and this would be yeah. So. so, yeah, as Duncan said, we're going to try and um, get along to their Glasgow show um, with... Um, Mole and <laughs> say that again. Who are they playing with, Dave? Mole. Album of the year. <laughs> Album of the year from uh, Metal Epidemic I across at least two of us, I think. Yep. Um, yeah. They're playing. They're playing with arguably like uh, uh, that gig. That's just like as everything in one. Like, and Impure Wilhelmina. That's Another right. Impure Wilhelmina. Remember them? Amazing. They're fucking amazing as well. Like we're going to be crying. You're aware of that. <laughs> Like we're like, we're like, like we will need to take tissues with us, yep. and not for the reason we usually take <laughs> tissues in the car with us, Dave, because you know, listening right, to okay. albums and shit. Okay. Uh, like I, I honestly feel there are certain tracks of those bands where the nut sale hit will put fucking shivers up mm. my spine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Okay. Um, crippled Black Phoenix Banefire. Um, so ratings for uh, for this one. Um, I feel like. Every time I listen to this, my score goes up. <laughs> um, a first listen, I was like, "Yeah, I quite like that," but my god, that was long. And then every listen I've had since, I'm like, "Oh, I like that better," and now I like that a bit more. But and now I'm like, "Oh, I actually really like this." Um, at the moment, I'm sitting at a four point five. Um, I think it's change that by the end of the year. There's a possibility. There's a possibility. I've only had maybe f- five listens to this, um, and I think with more listens it could possibly go up but at the moment I'm sitting at 4.5 really really good album um, they definitely give it, give this a chance you know it's, it's one of those albums that does require two or three listens just to you know just to get a feel for things but it's so worth it absolutely worth it uh, Kyle what are you thinking man this is hard <laughs> <laughs> 
Because I'm not two. opposed to long albums. <laughs> two, two out of five. <laughs> Fuck this band. I I'm not deathcore. I can't do that. <laughs> I'm not opposed to long albums. I mean, the Fragile is about as long as this, and that's yeah. one of my favorite albums ever. But I feel like for me that was easier for me to get into because it spoke to me on a different level. Mm. So, uh, but there's parts of this that I really like, and the parts I do like, I really like them. Mm. And I think if I, I mean, I'm definitely going to end up giving it more time before the year's out. Mm. So I feel like it would be harsh of me to score anything less than a four because Mm. it is really good. It's just I haven't been able to give it the time I need to give it. Yeah. So if I give it anything less than that, I'd be like. I'd be being a bit of a dick, to be honest. <laughs> so I don't know. It's difficult. I'm going to get to say four because it's got some fantastic stuff in it. And I yeah. just, it's just me personally need to give it more time. So yeah. Okay. Four out of five. Uh, Duncan? I had a little time to think <laughs> it over. I had a little time to work it out. I had a little time to give it five out of five, which is Ooh. what it is. And Dave will join me at the end wow. of the year. It's a five-star album. Wow. This is impeccable, nice. like front nice. to back. I can imagine I would probably get up there by the end of the year. Get up! I'm not, like... Get on up! <laughs> Give it a five. Stay on the scene, your sex machine. <laughs> yeah, well, I, mean, I think the it's, thing it's, is, it's it's a rewarding re-listen album. Dave is right there. I mean, that time does feel like mm. an hour and a half. I could be listening to four other albums. Yes, you could be listening to four other inferior albums yeah. um, to make up that time if you want. <laughs> or you can listen to one great album, which is five. Yeah, this is uh, unobjectively, absolutely, fucking unapologetically awesome. So, nice. Triple <sighs> um, Black Phoenix, Banefire, September 9th. Um, it drops on Season of Mist Records. Um, links below to the band to their band camp check this one out um, definitely requires your attention give it a listen let us know what you think <laughs> comment below <laughs> let us know your thoughts that is the review thank you for checking it out much appreciated we'll be back with another review very soon but until then take care speak to you soon bye every- wait a second five bye everyone <laughs> bye bye <laughs> <laughs>